last week in the NBA. On both sides. Uh -oh. Westbrook and, they, and, and they're going, yep. yep. And now double technicals. Curry is now second all time. There he goes. The 2,561 and trails only Ray Allen in NBA history. Part of this is Shaq. I, I said tonight that uh, you are one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. I said it on purpose. I wanted you to hear it. What do you have to say about that? All right. That's it. <laughs> that's it? All right, that's it. everyone and welcome to last week in basketball a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past week in the nba i am your co-host mowgli and sitting next to me as always the man the myth the mouth hello everybody hi Malv. how's it going what a week in basketball it was right we got so much to talk about today so much to talk about we hope you had a good week let's just go right into it right off the bat Holy moly, did you guys catch that John Wall versus Russell Westbrook slash Bradley Beal duel last night? It was oh, insane, right? That was dope. I love that fire. I love that mentality. I love that passion. I got the passion back in my heart. John Wall, dude, he came to make a statement. You That's know, what we're he, telling you, both of them. Both of them. And you saw yeah. Bradley Beal, saw how upset he was. He's like, dog, we lost by 20. No shit. What are they, 1-9 right now? The Wizards, currently, yeah. they're 3-10. 3 and ten. Three. Uh, one and nine in the last ten, though, and I've read that they're losing every game with Westbrook in it. So they're, ay, ay, ay. I think that's the Titan uh, tension that they had that they had to release that game. Well, they were jawing at each other. Mm -hmm. I think the game switched. John Wall got called for a charge. He was like, "No, no, 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 Stephen Silas, review this." And they reviewed it, and they reversed it. So then that turned into a three-point swing for Houston's favor, and then they just didn't even look back. No, they didn't. They just fucking, boom. Yeah. They crushed the Wizards again. He or made a statement. Again, he made a statement. <laughs> and what did he say? They thought I was done. But I just feel like their organization thought I was done. He, he wasn't. <laughs> and, then, and then his post-game comments, like mm -hmm. when you hear John Wall talk about that, and then you hear Russell Westbrook, he's like, man, it's just basketball, man. It's just competitive. And then Russell Westbrook, I don't back down. I don't back down. <laughs> They're going at it, dude. No, they have to, bro. This is a personal thing now, right? Like, they have to, like, see who's better or who's going to have the better season. And right now it looks like mm, John Walden Westbrook, but really Beal's having a better season than both of them. Beal currently is averaging the most points per game in the league right now. And you wouldn't know it because he's 3-10. and 10. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that until I was researching. I was like, what? Bradley Beal's really doing that? It's like, damn, the Wizards really suck then. Yeah, no, they do. Well, they, yeah. they also have a lot of injuries and COVID stuff, so it's like... We know that's not yeah. really a big part of it. They oh, just suck. Come goodness. on. What is this, pandemic for you? <laughs> he was there for 10 years. They, he was basically recovering from a torn Achilles for the past two years. He was promised that, yo, once I get healthy, we're going to run this back, and then we'll see how good we are. And he never had that opportunity. And they were traded for one another. So there's always going to be that, yo, this was my team. It's like, it's like uh, when exes meet up. You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah. That's what it is. It's like there's, there's that hostility. John Wall said something really interesting, too. So, like, like, there was a lot of passion on the floor. But then afterwards, he's like, yo, Russ has been kicking my ass, like, my entire career. Like, this is only my first, what, third or fourth game that I've actually beaten him against. It's just basketball. And then Russell Westbrook's like, nah, 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 still so personal, still so yeah, salty. Yeah, I know. And that's, that's part of his game, though, you know? At that's least his mentality that, as a player. Yeah, that's part of his game. That juices him up. It's who he is. Moving on. Jalen Brown, dude. What can Brown do for you? 
this guy is for real. He is on everyone's most improved radar. He's probably the front runner for that. He's probably an all-star. Is he the Robin to Jason Tatum's Batman, or is it more of a Superman Batman? What is this? Ooh, I like the Superman Batman, but honestly, right now, I think it's it's Batman to Robin right now, but it's he's heating up, and hopefully he continues to heat up, and then it's definitely going to be a Superman Batman. I'm looking at this. He had over 33, I think it was 33 points in under 20 minutes, which is just some superhuman stuff right there. Jason Tatum, we had mentioned, he missed the past two weeks because of COVID protocol. He returned. The craziest thing, I was listening to The Jump. Brian Windhorst was talking about this too. Jalen Brown is not even signed to a max deal. So he's saying like he's undervalued right now, and there's hardly anyone he would trade. Brian Windhorst is like, there's probably three or four other people that I would trade. From the Celtics? Besides, all, all over the league. Like, okay. Jalen Brown is probably, like, third or fourth on that list. It's, like, before I trade him. Like, so he's, he's up there. He's, he's a, a high commodity. And, yeah, just giving him the respect and the praise that he deserved, even though he's a Boston Celtic. Boston. But, like I had mentioned, this is a running theme throughout this, okay? This guy was on my fantasy team last oh, year. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, everyone, everyone who I had drafted last year, they are thriving. I'm so upset because I was like, I had you. I'm doing decent right now. It started off a little shaky as far as my fantasy team. COVID, I had Michael Porter Jr. He went off too. He went off like a, a crazy dude. He had like 30 points. I had a lot of injuries, and I'm just battling that. But I'm seeing all these dudes, Zach Levine, Colin Sexton. We're going to get to him in a little bit. Jalen oh, yeah. Brown, Brandon Ingram. Everyone is doing really good, and I'm happy for that. Well, and they I'm, got time to shine, you I, know? I feel, I feel like I'm the Jerry West of fantasy basketball right <laughs> now. I'm scouting the talent, bro. <laughs> Don't mess with me, man. I know what I'm doing. No, no, wait. wait. Let's go back to what you're saying about the explosion. I've noticed that too, but the one thing I want to put, like maybe I haven't really, this is my own thought, so try to help but clarify me what I'm trying to say if I you don't understand. But I feel like this is the reason why the bubble or the COVID, despite it, the pandemic being horrible, it actually giving a lot of different players time to shine, you know, because opportunity. So, you know, Kemba was out, right? So Jalen had the time to shine and show you like, yo, I'm, I am the second man, you know, even though we've all said, you said that Kemba is the third, but this definitely showed on that break. And now that Kemba is back, you have to, Brown has to prove that, you know, he, they can all coexist. They all can coexist. He could help out too and make, uh, make a trio. Yes. You yes. know, people are getting opportunities and they're shining, especially the youngsters. This is definitely a season. I agree with what you're saying. This is definitely a season where you're never going to know if you are one of those, not superstar players or not a starter, if, when your opportunity will will come. And it seems like throughout this season so far, they are seizing that opportunity whenever it happens for however long it is. So, yeah, I agree with what you're saying, dude. For sure, for sure. All right, cool. Let's move on. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot, a lot to talk about. A lot, a lot. That's what I heard you say. Let's gulag right now. Ooh, let's gulag. <laughs> you playing Warzone? All right, the Jazz, the Utah Jazz, they are still on fire. This is nine games in a row. They are still the number two seed in the Western Conference. Number two. They are a game behind the Lakers, sitting at 13 and four. We've slept on them for the last two shows, right? We just. The meme is still going. We're still retweeting that meme, (laughs) right? We still should be retweeting it. No, but it's insane, right? Being behind Mitchell, Gobert, they're putting in their work on both ends. I think Donovan Mitchell didn't even have a good game last night. It It was. Everyone else that put in work. That's how you have to play, bro. You, you have to find a way. It was honestly kind of sluggish performance towards the end of the game against the New York Knicks. Austin Rivers went crazy, too, the first half. He had 25 points. I'm so surprised with Austin Rivers. Good for him, though. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. I remember all the crap he was getting. Stepping out of daddy shadows. Yeah, he's, he's finally doing that. And New York, too. Good for him. But, yeah, the Jazz, 
We'll see what happens. I think everyone's saying it too, all the analysts, the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets kind of feel like they just switch roles. It's kind of like a little bit of Freaky here Friday there, a little yeah. bit, right? One's better here One's there, Jamie Lee one's Curtis. It. One is Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> who's Jamie Lee Curtis in this? Uh, the who's Nuggets. The one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> what Does that cause you for alarm, their nine-game winning streak? I know it's still early in the game. I mean, it's not even the first third, I think, right? Are we in the first third? This is different than what we've expected from the Utah Jazz in previous seasons because most of the time they start off their season super slow and mm. then it isn't until after the All-Star break where they kick it into another gear. I'm happy that they're establishing kind of their, their lead already. Let's see if they have enough left in the tank for the second half of the season. Okay, moving on. A little bit of sad news to report here. Longtime NBA analyst, a staple for the NBA TV network and the Hangtime podcast, Sekou Smith has passed away due to complications from COVID. He was only 48. Dang, this hits hard because he's leaving behind a wife and a couple kids. 48, super young, dude. Yeah. I, I would always get the notifications on my app. You know, Sekou Smith breaks down his top power rankings and you know he had a really good relationship with analysts and players alike because everyone was tweeting yesterday when they found out the news even turner like themselves like nba and tnt and all that stuff they were all tweeting that so yeah it's a big loss and uh you know hopefully condolences to everyone yeah this shit's real man even if you don't believe it wash your hands (laughs) wash your hands guys shit's no joke yeah okay let's move on shall we Let's talk about some juicy stuff now, yeah? Ooh. Some trade rumors. Look at all these rumors. We talking about some trade rumors? Yes, we are. <laughs> some crazy-ass stuff's happening right now. Kelly Oubre is involved. The Warriors, the Pelicans, something about J.J. Redick, something about Lonzo Ball. There's so many between Lonzo Ball and J.J. Redick, man. This is crazy. Even Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose has had some connections to the, the Clippers and to the, the Knicks. Knicks. Well, well yeah. Tom Thibodeau and Derrick Rose. They go back from Bulls days, right? Yeah, he helped him win the MVP even when he was with the Timberwolves. Thibodeau oh, was. Oh, yeah, fuck. He I went forgot. there. Yeah, yeah. So, so th- there's a nice little bond there. We'll see if Derrick Rose, because Derrick Rose already went to the Knicks, remember? That's when he first got traded oh, to yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. So this would potentially be his second time going back to New York. This would be stinks. a re- reunion with Tom Thibodeau. I personally favor that. More than Clippers? No, that and especially... Oh, yeah, yeah. And especially with the Knicks already on a resurgence, it'd be great for Derrick Rose to get on that team, you know? I wouldn't want to see him on the Clippers, too. What are your reasons for not wanting to see him on the Clippers? The same. I just feel like Thibodeau knows him. They have that relationship, and he's just going to be able to provide a veteran presence in whatever role he's uh, he's needed to do. Let's go on to J.J. Redick and Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, dude. What is... Yeah. Wow. That ball boy. <laughs> he's not so different. <laughs> He's not so different than when he started the league. What's going on? He cannot make a shot. I think that's part of the reason why he is on these trade targets. Like, it's just... No, that? He, yeah, he, yeah. He, he, can, he can see the game, and he works really well with Zion as far as that chemistry and just, like, finding Zion in the open court. But when it's expected of him to make those shots and make be aggressive and, and score the basket, he does, we he haven't fails. seen it yet. We haven't seen it yet. And honestly, as a lot of people are saying, I don't know if we will see it, right? It, it, I don't know. It's it, still really, really early, though. It's it still is. really early. It is, but I feel like he might get that that self-esteem like knockdown, especially if he gets traded right now. I think, yes, if he does get traded, his self-esteem will take a very big hit. He might need to go to a lower-tier team to you know get that boost up, and especially that time as well, just 
what he came from the Lakers, high expectations. Going to the Pelicans had decently low expectations. Zion's in. There are two ways to make it better: is to cut, cut or trade Lonzo and JJ Redick. I feel bad for Redick. I don't feel bad for Redick at all. Redick is probably going to want this because he's closer oh. to the tail end of his career. He's not matching up with the timeline that the Pelicans have. He's a veteran trying to chase a championship. He, I think he's thirty six years old. That's what it is. Well, my reasoning, like, why well, I'm telling you why I feel bad for Reddick is how he fucking uh, lost. He's going to lose his uh, playoff streak. He already lost it. Now it's going to be two years in a row, you know, and he was if kind he of— If he doesn't get traded. If he does, yes, if he doesn't get traded. But, again, it's like they tried. I, I was looking at the Pelicans as they my— They tried to say <laughs> goodbye, and they joked. <laughs> Gotta walk away and they stumble. Is this the Clippers theme song oh right here? Fuck. <laughs> and they get COVID. Oh, shit. COVID. COVID is no day. Got ravaged by yeah. COVID, too. Clippers, my goodness. No, but with the Pelicans, you know, like they have all this high expectations, right? And they're not hitting any of it. So it's because no one can shoot. It's it's literally Lonzo Ball can't make those shots. They didn't Eric, put any Eric shooters Bledsoe, around them. Eric Bledsoe is another dude, yeah, too. Yeah, what were, your, what, what were your, you had thoughts on Bledsoe, right? What were you saying? They, were your, like, Zion, a couple games ago, I think, like, uh, like earlier in this week, we were going to talk about him a little bit. He had 32 points, but the Pelicans still couldn't do anything because of the outside shooting. It doesn't work. Like, basically, is that Stan Van Gundy, right? That's yeah, Stan yeah. Van Gundy. He's kind of replicating what was happening in Orlando, where they had Dwight Howard. Zion is Dwight Howard yeah. in this system, and they got a kick out to hit those shooters. That's how the system works. But it's not no working shooters. if you got no shooters. <laughs> JJ was thriving in that because he was younger and he got into the league with Stan Van. So, so he's just like, "Yo, man, thank you for everything. I gotta leave." Right. So I, I don't, I don't hate that. Kelly Oubre, they're just saying that because salary wise, they wanted these people to go to the Warriors, the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens though. All right, Stephen Curry. Oh my God! Oh. Second all time in three pointers made. This dude is for real. And he just had another really good game. I think he just had six three-pointers in a game. It's just not even fair anymore. This dude literally, he's changing the foundation for for children who haven't even been born yet. That's true. He changed up the game, bro. Him and Splash Brother, him and Clay, bro. The three-pointer. He's the three-point king, right? Despite his brother having a higher percentage right now? Yeah. he. I mean, it's only a matter of time. God willing, he stays healthy, no injuries, that he becomes the number one all-time in three-pointers. Oh, they, I was reading that it's going to be next season. Like the beginning half of next season, hopefully, okay. hopefully, hopefully, you know, bar any injuries, yeah. bar anything crazier happening to the Warriors, hopefully the the Cosmos don't bitch slap him back, you know, for being this good at threes. But uh, I saw his post game interview. It sucks that it happened during a loss, you know. But even Reggie Miller, you know, gave him his props. I, I respected that. Yeah, Reggie Miller and his son, they they got on mm-hmm. the Zoom call. Did you see that? Yeah, that was, yeah. That was a nice little... I respected that. That was dope. Yeah. Reggie is not a hater. He doesn't seem like that much of a hater. No, and uh, he can't be a hater, too, because, you, like you were saying, Curry, as we all know, revolutionized the three-point game, and there was a decent gap of uh, Reggie Miller and Ray Allen were the top three-pointers for a long time, you know? But well, Remember Reggie Miller was there when Ray Allen passed him and then because he was commentating, and then yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they dapped each other up. Uh-huh. It's like, congrats, dog. And, uh, yeah, Reggie Miller does not seem like a hater. <laughs> or, you want to talk about haters now? Yeah. You are a hater. Let's talk about haters. What a nice little transition. For those who don't know, we are talking about Shaquille O'Neal, one of my favorite Lakers ever. I have his gold Lakers jersey, number 34. But he is, uh, he had a little bit of a post game scuffle with Donovan Mitchell earlier this week. Yeah, this beef is continuing. This is coming off of what Christian Wood had said, where he called him a casual. Mm, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that. It just, um, I think these current players. 
view Shaq differently than how his contemporaries viewed him. What do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? Like professionally, or this but, is an old man who like, played basketball talking like the, basketball? The, 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 when Shaq played, the people who played against Shaq view him differently than the people who didn't play against Shaq currently. Because, mm-hmm. like, yo, you're just an old dude right now. You're just yeah. hating. Like, like, yes, people could consider it motivation. Did you consider it motivation? Uh, low key, I didn't. I, I rewatched it, and it was like, nah, fool, you were giving him a slight dig. And I'm kind of like wondering why, why though. At you first, know? when I was watching it, the first thing that I thought was, he's just trying to challenge him. He's trying yeah. to, he sees a little bit of Kobe in him, and he's just trying to rile that up. And Donovan Mitchell had the perfect response. He's like, yo, all right, all right then, bet. Mm-hmm. Like, basically what he's saying, like, all right, dude, I've been, they've been saying that my whole career. We'll see what happens, you know. Donovan Mitchell should have said, it's like, all right, who has the Western Conference uh, Finals? P- TNT or ESPN? Whatever it was. He's like, I'll see you then. That'd be dope, <laughs> That'd yeah. That'd be a sick-ass little mic drop right there. No, but the, even Shaq just escalated this. He put a... Best point guards, uh, no, what he put, uh, his Instagram with the best players uh, he played, best shooting guards, and put Dwayne Wade, who Kobe, and was telling him, he, he's still playing this beef, you know, and I don't know if it's just old Jack's man. Jack's a little petty like that. You can see he, that that's part of everybody. Dwight. He, well, yeah, Dwight, JaVale, Charles, Charles Barkley. JaVale. That's the only argument. That's like the end all be all for Shaq. Google um, me, Mowgli. Chuck, Google me, Chuck. Even Kevin Durant and LeBron James were just tweeting. Did you see that? Like KD was like, "Man, these these old old timers got to stick to you know whatever they're doing." Then LeBron James was basically like, "There's a difference between being constructive criticism and then just like hating." So that was a bit more subtle. LeBron's like, "Yo, just like chill that. out, big fella." But that's who Shaq is. That's why he has so much money. He's that <laughs> polarizing figure, and we're talking about him now. Right. Another thing, randomly right here, Lamelo Ball. He's really out here getting house of highlight videos for eleven point performances. Come on, dude. We're a little bit past, like, it, it, it's still on the honeymoon phase right now. Like, like is everything LaMelo Ball going to do, uh, ha- have a house of highlight? Like, LaMelo Ball sneezes six times. Don't hate, okay? <laughs> he's going to be rookie of the year, okay? You're just being a hater right I'm now. I'm not hating because <laughs> I want him to do good because he's on my fantasy team. But I really shocked me. I was just on my phone, like, on my YouTube, and I see that video. I was like, what? For 11 points, he has a house of highlight video? They're getting a little bit ridiculous. Well, because all of his turnovers, you know, that this was nice, a nice 11-point game for him. But, again, slightly disappointed, right? Uh, he's been coming off the bench pretty much this whole career right now, right? I don't think he's starred a game, maybe one or he's two. He's still learning. He's still super young. That's why I said there's potential there, you know. But He is going to be rookie of the year in but, my eyes. But you're right to critique him, you know, especially with all this energy he has right now with the, the Hornets. You got this. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. We talked about him earlier. Let's talk about him now. Colin Sexton. He balled against the Brooklyn Nets. He had to, bro. He had to come up. He showed up twice, bro. I love but- it. I love it. He ain't scared. He's ready for that opportunity. You can see it, too, like on um, just when he's guarding Kyrie and his stance, like how he lifts up his shorts and he's on his knees, and you see that highlight. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I love this. You needed that intensity, bro. After the trade, you know, this is what I'm talking about, too, a part of my little pandemic weird theory thing. Like, Players like this showing up because of the opportunity of a trade, you know, and the market he's playing in in Cleveland. Everybody was expecting the Nets to fucking bulldoze the Cavs, right? They were just like, it's over. But what did he do? He showed up in the – honestly, I don't like the double overtime, but he hit how many? 42 points, he said, off the the first game? Like, that's insane, you know, especially against his big three uh, offensive juggernaut. He's only 6'1". Wow, he was born January 4th, 99. That's what I was going to say, his Fuck. age too. You know? <laughs> He's crazy. But, you know, he had a lot of potential. And 
He's putting up stance. And he's going you know to have to. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of early Monte Ellis. How so? With the Warriors? Yeah, with the Warriors, where, where, where he, he was, was kind of off? underrated, and he was the main dude scoring all those points, weren't really winning too many games, and you could see how he could be a snub or fringe all-star player. I like that. I like, like that, that? Yeah, I like Thank that you. Thank no you. No one's brought up Monte Ellis in so long. <laughs> That's how you know we're true ballers right here. I want to be a baller, shot caller. <laughs> Uh, all right, and then another thing, the Brooklyn Nets. We were talking about them. Someone owes me some Chick-fil-A. Uh, you got me, bro. Someone I... owes me Chick-fil-A. I think it was two weeks, you said, for the Brooklyn Nets to be in the top three of the Eastern Conference. They are currently sitting at the fifth seed with 11 wins and eight losses, trailing the Indiana Pacers and the Milwaukee Bucks. Shout out to Alice Cooper and Wayne's World. If you know where that's from. <laughs> Hey, we had potential. We had potential, all right? No, There's, they did. They did. They're still figuring that shit out. They're still my East team to watch, you know? And like you said, a lot of time to figure it out and hopefully get some defense no, in there. No, it, it, that's what it is. That's <laughs> yeah. what it is. And you it, were right. It, I'll it, give you that, too. You were right on the pure defense. but Big man in defense. But honestly, the fucking offensive machine, you have just three players pretty much scoring the whole fucking thing. But I like. I, I, I like. Me, too. I, I like, like I like it, too. <laughs> but you have to realize that if it's so good offensive and so bad defense, it washes. I don't care. They're an East Coast team. They could be as medium as they want, all right? True West here. But, no, I, I love the game. Like you said, they're going to be deadly if once they figure it out. One other thing. <laughs> Brian Windhorst also said that the Brooklyn Nets – we're looking into acquiring a certain big man, and that big man was JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee! I was just about to go and yell, what did JaVale! I tell you? What did I tell you earlier on this week? I said, be on the lookout, because no, no, JaVale no, McGee, I, Cleveland has a stock no, no, of big men. I said that. I was like, man, Cleveland has so many big men. Like, what are they going to do? I told I like, you that JaVale, they're, they're going to JaVale. stop yeah, lying. You was a liar. I saw no, you last not year. Not even. I was like, yeah, they have to get somebody for the 76ers to get against them in the East, you know? JaVale, he's coming back to the Lakers, too. <laughs> Did we mention Kyrie is back, ladies and gentlemen? I, I don't think we said that. Kyrie was returned after I don't even know how many games he was out. It like almost cost weeks? him a million dollars. He was literally fined $860,000 because he had missed all those games. But he's back. What? One more thing, I guess, before we go. Let's talk about the defending champs. Our team, the Los Angeles Lakers, have a very, very interesting matchup tonight. This, could, this is Wednesday night. We're recording this Wednesday. They're going to go up against the Philadelphia 76ers. Potential finals matchup. Yes, it could be in some weird universe. Yeah, I'm saying no. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a solid team right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for JaVale McGee. I mean, JaVale. <laughs> I'm looking for Joel Embiid and Dwight Howard to make a statement because I think the Philadelphia 76ers, that's their best strength against the Lakers. They have such a dominant big man in Embiid. Such a dominant big man in Howard. I think that is better than what A.D., Gasol, and Montrez Harrell can do. Yeah. I think A.D. is the best player out of all of them, but just like the physical presence and the dominating and just, just how, how, how like big they are, uh, Howard and Embiid play. No, I like your analysis of that because we were talking about it earlier, and I agree with it totally because Marc Gasol, as good as he is, like he's offensively, he's not there. He's a little bit sluggish still, you know. A little chubby. That's how he always it's is. Always but like, I just like felt, yeah, I just feel he's like a little bit sluggish. Obviously, old age is coming through, but uh, I kind of don't think that Dwight's going to really show up. No, I don't, I don't feel it. I don't feel I mean, it. He's just a backup. In. It all depends on if Embiid's going to play. Go, yeah. And interesting fact right here: Sixers are zero and four when Embiid is not in the lineup. So Damn. that goes, you know, 
if you're talking about MVP and just how much a player is really valuable, like that, that's a feather in his cap right there for this season. Oh, I forgot to say this too. Breaking, it's not really breaking news, but Damian Lillard is going to release a shoe, like his one of his brand shoes mm-hmm. in the OKC colorway to commemorate oh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. game winner over Paul George. And how inside fucking, the tongue, in the tongue, it has uh, his stats for that game. Oh my, that's yeah, savage, dude. It. That I is fucking savage. It. Dame Dollar, dude. I love it. His Keep doing shoes that. are ugly, but I bye love bye. it. Bye-bye. <laughs> that wave. Remember that? That was sick, dude. I was yelling so oh. hard in my bed. I remember that. Oh, no. I saw that shoe. Yeah, it'd be dope as fuck to get, you know. Madhouse props, too. Like, that's the little braggadocious shit we like, you know? I lied. We're not almost done. That isn't the last thing. we got a couple <laughs> more things to talk about. Atlanta Hawks beat the depleted Clippers. We talked about it earlier. No Patrick Beverly, no Kawhi Leonard, no Paul George. Those guys are out because of COVID protocol. Trey Young, he's still balling. Reggie Jackson, he had a pretty decent game. It's, I think that game that Reggie Jackson had is mm-hmm. like a showcase because he's been on what the trade, trade block rumors as well. So he's just kind of showing other teams, like, yo, I can still do this if y'all want to – Take a, take a chance on me. Take a, take a chance on me. My name is Reggie. Take a chance on me. I like it. I Shout like out to Abba. It. What are we doing here, man? You know, as great as our basketball game is, our pop culture game is on another level. We're world-class <laughs> pop culture, dude. That's uh, like our scouting report. I'm not even kidding you. I guess the last thing, too. This is for sure, for sure. The second to last thing. Kobe Bryant. Uh, One-year anniversary. Happened right, yesterday. Yeah. Just a quick recap. Where were you? What happened? 30 seconds. Sunday morning at my house, foggy morning, not believing what was on social media. Took 30 minutes to believe it. I didn't confirm it till I saw TMZ, and it broke my heart, and I was stuck to the TV all day. I'm going to piggyback what you're saying right there, too. Yeah, it was TMZ had it first, and then it wasn't, yeah, probably like a half hour later, like all of the sports websites and the tv channels and the radio stations and i was outside in my car listening to that for a little bit and then it was just on for that whole week yeah it was literally on just uh espn or AP. everyone was covering everyone. everywhere yeah and i remember going to the staples center i and, went to after yeah. yeah yeah and seeing all the uh all the kobe shits all the memorabilia all the flowers people left i went through there too during the covid and honestly it was like i felt it more there than i did when i was at home i felt like yeah Spirit lives on. R.I.P. Kobe, R.I.P. Mamba, R.I.P. to the rest of the fallen people on that terrible, terrible January morning. Last thing before we go, quick recap. Let's see what's going on in the conference standings. Let's start with the East first. It's a battle of one seeds, Philadelphia versus the Lakers today. Philadelphia sitting at number one with 12 and six. Boston and Milwaukee are both 10 and six. Indiana, 10 and seven. Brooklyn, you owe me Chick-fil-A, 11 and 8. <laughs> I'll bring it. As for the Western Conference, Lakers, number one, 14 and 4. Utah, 13 and 4. 13 and 5 for the Clippers, 10 and 7 for the Nuggets. Well, as much shit we're talking about the Nuggets, they're still fourth seed. So, right. you know, whatever. They can be Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis or Lindsay Lohan. It doesn't matter. They're still thriving, right. bitch. They're yeah. still living their best life. And number five, the Portland Trailblazers. What? They're five seed? I thought, Solid. I thought, uh, Houston, I mean, not Houston, Phoenix. I thought Phoenix oh, is 8-7. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Phoenix took a little bit of a – they're on a two-game losing streak. Denver four-game. Okay, yeah. Anything else? No, I'm looking for solid for this. I feel that the the Bucks will get back to two by the next time we come in. Okay, another Chick-fil-A? Yeah. <laughs> Double or nothing Chick-fil-A here? I'm down. I'm down. No, I want my Chick-fil-A now. Okay. <laughs> uh, I want it now, damn it. 
Who do you got tonight, Lakers or fix, uh, Sixers? Fuck, that's not even a question, bro. It's the fucking Lakers today by 10. I think Sixers. Lakers, this is a throwaway game. They're going to play hard for probably a half, and then they're going to say, okay, we downloaded, we need to see what we do. That's LeBron's you MO. You say that, but we're that's, still going to win. That's I LeBron's still... MO for all the game ones. This is the regular season. It doesn't mean anything right We've now. We've been winning the other East teams, though, so we got to keep doing it. Very impressive for the Lakers, though. 10-game win streak, as much as I wanted to win. Keep you know, it up, guys. If it, if it happens. 10-game away win streak, I should say. Yes. Okay, and that's it. That's going to conclude this week in basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We hope you kept up with our pop culture references. Hopefully we didn't do too many that you didn't know. Feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, or anything like that. Love to hear from you. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to subscribe. Five stars, please. We want those five-star ratings. And, um, yeah, follow us on social media, will you? Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. That's for our Instagram. That's for our Twitter. Yeah, we got all the best memes, too, and videos, guys. You got to check us out. Check us out. We're doing some big things. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next Next week. week. And to play us out, Kobe Bryant. You guys will always be in my heart, and uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. No words can describe how I feel about you guys. And uh, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I I love you guys. And uh, I love you guys. And... uh, What can I say? Mamba out.